the office became very quiet. Sophia cursed herself. She'd planned to say she knew about Danny's sister and was ready to go to the dean and tell on Wakefield unless he stopped grading her unfairly. What the hell had she done instead? Offered herself up for the same thing. But the words were out now, and it was too late to do anything about it. She watched Professor Stanley Wakefield's face as he fought a silent battle to maintain his calm composure. At last, he leaned back in his chair and tented his hands before him, bouncing his fingers against each other a few times before they stopped, and he lifted his chin to speak over them. "'Where did you hear that particular phrase?' he asked. Sophia swallowed hard. She couldn't tell if he was angry or what emotion he was feeling. Um, I'm friends with one of your former student's sister. She said, well, she said she, you know, did things with you to help her grade. Sophia felt her cheeks burning as she said it and wondered what she had done. Would he have her kicked out of school? Would he fail her? She was suddenly terrified and ready to stammer out an apology and run away when he spoke again. I see, he said. I'll tell you what, Sophia. You have no plans for the break. I'm going to a little cabin I keep in the Ozarks. If you're so willing to take the D, come with me. I'll tutor you during the long weekend. His voice was businesslike, not suggestive, not flirty, and not quite cold. He might have been negotiating to buy a car. Are you in? You don't want to go to your friend's boyfriend's family dinner anyway. You said so yourself. Sophia blinked at him. Part of her wanted to cry and run all the way back home to Tulsa. But another part of her... The part that was winning the internal struggle was angry at his tone and the simple fact he hadn't denied her charge. That side wanted to show him a thing or two. That sounds perfect, she said, keeping her voice tight to control the tremor that wanted to sneak in. Very good. Give me your address and be ready at 8 a.m. Wednesday morning. Pack for four nights, he said. I will. Sophia answered. Thank you, Professor. She only stopped long enough to put on her coat before pushing out the doors of the building, into the cold, to walk back to her dorm apartment. Danny was out, of course, so Sophia was home alone, with nobody to listen to what she'd done. She dropped her bag and her coat on her bed, then flopped down beside them, deciding she wasn't going to any of the rest of her classes for the day. She already had perfect grades in those classes. She pulled out her phone and texted Danny, asking her to come home after class if she could. Are you okay, love? Danny texted back. I'll come now. I'm fine. Just need to talk about what happened. Thanks, Sophia told her. Sophia spilled the entire story, having to remind herself to eat. Danny ate and listened without saying anything until Sophia had finished. I don't know what made me say it. Sophia said at last. You mentioned his cologne a couple of times, Danny pointed out. 
You talked about his looks a lot, too. Are you turned on by him? Just a little? Be honest. No, Sophia said immediately. Danny cocked an eyebrow at her, and suddenly Sophia felt her face burning again. She looked away. He's not ugly, she admitted. Hmm, Danny said, her tone teasing. Maybe you'll have fun. I can't actually go, Sophia said, horrified. How are you going to get out of it, love? I don't know, Sophia sulked. I was hoping you had some idea. I'd go, her friend said. A long weekend in the woods with a hot professor? Getting an A in a required class? <laughs> Maybe the best sex of your life?